Welcome to Bit First Byte, a weekly podcast about the web industry, tools and techniques upcoming and in use today. I'm Adam Listek, a web developer from Northern California and Central Illinois. If you'd like to help support the show, please tap the link in the episode's description if you're using the Anchor application, or visit anchor.fm slash bit-b-byte to become a monthly supporter. First up, starting off with some news. A couple good articles and things have come out. Uh, one good one on uh, Vice uh, was about how 26 states now ban or restrict community broadband. And it's pretty interesting because due to these broadband companies being fearful of competition and instead of actually competing, uh, they've been increasingly turning to the rather malleable state legislatures to kind of pass a law that makes it difficult, if not impossible, to create municipal broadband networks. So very good read. I I would recommend checking it out. I actually talk about this a little bit later, but uh, it's pretty interesting. and. Unfortunately, it is not the direction we want it to be going, as good competition always creates um, better service for everyone, but we'll talk about that more a bit later. Facebook uh, was caught uh, kind of once again in another privacy snafu, uh, where they were caught asking for users' actual email passwords, about 1.5 million of them, and then automatically uploading their contacts without their permission. And this was apparently used after that um, to do this, you know, people that you may know, and also targeted advertising. So they plan on notifying the 1.5 million people, but it, it really is amazing how there's more and more of these cases of Facebook and many others, uh, but Facebook in particular being caught with another privacy concern, it really makes you wonder how many of these things have, were going on in the background and what they, are, what they aren't reporting and they're just getting caught doing, uh, which is pretty interesting because there are cases, uh, well, there's a current uh, thing going be- before the FTC, I believe, uh, which is looking into whether or not Mark Zuckerberg himself should be held liable for these privacy breaches. Uh, So it remains to be seen, but uh, this can't be a good look for them, and it certainly doesn't help that case. And finally, there was um, a little bit of WordPress news. Uh, 5.2 Beta 3 came out, and so 5.2 is slated to come out on April 30th, and it's got several updates. A big jump for folks uh, might be a new minimum PHP requirement of 5.6.20. You know, a lot of people have upgraded already. A lot of web hosts certainly offer this. People just might need to proactively go in and click the update. Uh, but is long overdue. It needs to happen. And even if you're not at like the latest 7.2 or 3, being on the 7 series is a much better situation to be than being on 5.6. Though there are plenty that's also on 5.3 and older. So it's certainly time to upgrade. Additionally, there's some performance improvements in Gutenberg, around 35% or so. Uh, The mobile app will actually support Gutenberg as well uh, via kind of an experimental version, kind of cool. And the site Health Check, which I think is a fantastic thing, 
will help to ensure that if your site breaks, you can still get into the dashboard to kind of figure out what plugin or theme was actually causing it so that you can do something to potentially fix it rather than just have your whole site go down and then you have to use FTP to kind of fix it. So that's pretty cool because that has certainly happened to me many times over the years and always able to fix it. But if there's an easier way and quicker way, then I, I certainly won't complain with that. Couple links and resources. Um, there, there's kind of a cool theme out there called the Nord theme, and it's an Arctic North bluish color palette as described by their site. And I mean, it's a little more than that. It's a, it's a kind of a design system a bit, and it looks like they're working on a larger design system. But the color color palettes they offer are really quite beautiful. I think um, certainly something kind of cool to check out if you're looking for those kind of curated looks. Um, it's it's a distinct look. Uh, but a very um, nice and potential, uh, uh, potentially useful one for dashboards and those kind of things, or just general interface. So kind of you know check it out. Uh, there is a site illustrated.dev, and it's just getting started, but it is a great resource explaining common development subjects using illustrations. Uh, so really cool. I think there's one on API. There's a bunch of random other ones. Uh, you know I think. There's only like eight or so right now, but um, as they continue to do it, it's a very well done uh, set of illustrations. And it's not just like small ones. It's like a large, almost infographic type thing, but pretty cool. Uh, check that out. Neat way to describe these kind of things. You probably could learn something you might not know from before. And finally, uh, I stumbled across a site called imagebin.com. And it's a large collection of high-quality, transparent PNG images. Totally random, you know, graphic site that I ran into, but it's just got a ridiculous amount of these transparent ping images. So if you have need of something like that uh, and you're looking around for those kind of things, then check it out. It's pretty useful uh, and a handy little resource to have. So finally, I wanted to talk about the the first news article that uh, we spoke about, which was municipal broadband. So I find this pretty interesting because I, I've seen a lot of articles and, and towns try this over the years. Um, I wish that mine personally would try this as well, but there's always entrenched, you know, uh, interests and things around town. And oftentimes, a lot of the places that I knew of, they were really kind of serviced by like just Comcast or Xfinity now. And you would see that you really didn't have many options. It was either that or something like Frontier, which, you know, in the areas that I'm aware of, they really only offered kind of um, DSL, which was nowhere near at the same level of service that, um, you know, Comcast could offer, for example, in cable services. But it was definitely something where uh, they didn't have much competition. So in these towns, they just pretty much got fed up and they wanted to offer better service. A lot of the folks there just said, we, we need something else. And so what about doing a municipal broadband, you know, a town-run, uh, government-run uh, service, basically treated as kind of a utility. And this was often driven by those high prices, uh, limited choice in the market, and 
around 750 uh, towns have done so, and they're often successful. They usually end up being cheaper, uh, with better service, and certainly better customer service. I mean, there is a reason that Comcast ranks extremely low in the uh, customer service satisfaction you know, ratings. And so what a lot of these companies have found that they either can't stop them from doing this directly, and then rather than actually compete and offer lower prices or better service, they just have gone to legislatures and attempted to turn them uh, into just passing boilerplate law that will outright ban the ability uh, for these companies to do municipal broadband, or a law that just makes it far more onerous uh, to actually implement something like this. So it's not an uncommon theme. Uh, yet again, a company, instead of actually competing and providing a better and um, more performant, uh, better service uh, set of services out there, they choose to kind of just circumvent the system and pretty much game it. It's, it's happened tons before. It's very, very common. But unfortunately, it's to the detriment, as usual, of the public. Now, it's interesting because I've seen this in my own town where um, not a municipal broadband, but just having competition has forced the companies to do better. Um, I've seen this in two places, actually. Uh, one where you know I had Xfinity, and despite the company itself, they've done fine for me. Um, but there is another company that came in called Metronet, and they were offering fiber, and it was a better service on, in general. I haven't switched to it, but I know people who have, and they've been very happy with it. Uh, but by doing so and being very aggressive, they've caused Xfinity area to offer better pricing, uh, step up their service, and that kind of stuff. And so even though it's not municipal, it's just showing how actually competing in broadband oftentimes helps the consumer in this. But since it doesn't benefit the companies, there's no real incentive to, for them to want to compete. And if they can find a way around that, any means necessary, then they'll do that. And oftentimes finding legislatures, which they can donate to their campaigns and, you know, per, uh, help to push the agenda where they want to go, uh, was just easier. And some of these have been slid in on other bills that are either must-pass bills or bills that have nothing to do with it, where they say, oh, you want to fix up these roads? Well, here's this other rider on here that basically says you can't do municipal broadbands. Um, and many times these legislatures may not, or legislators may not have any real clue what they're doing. Oftentimes they very much know. And, you know, it's just not looking the other way. They wanted that money for their campaign, whatever it might be. But it's hard for these, you know, uh, cities to fight against that because, you know, you basically have to change uh, the government to do what you needed to do in either re-election and then get laws changed. It's a challenge. Uh, but what it really does is ultimately hurt the consumer. I mean, there is the state of broadband in the country right now is not great. And the current uh, FCC uh, you know, has been trying to move the goalposts for what constitutes you know, a... Um, high-speed connection, uh, where that they should even invest some money, in, especially into rural networks. And it's interesting because most of my life, 
you know, I've lived in an area that didn't have a problem getting high-speed internet. Uh, but, you know, being over in the Northern California side of things, I've also learned that being up in the mountains, it's, it can be a challenge in rural areas to get proper internet. And for many years, you know, all we had was a microwave dish bouncing off a um, repeater on a mountain. And it worked. Uh, it was not ideal. Uh, but it wasn't until even recently that fiber was being pushed through the town that now you could get proper internet. Uh, and so having that ability to go through, it changes a lot. Having these areas be able to access a world of internet, a world of knowledge and, and ways to connect, especially smaller businesses that now have the ability to to properly interact, um, deal with the online community in a way that they couldn't before, really opens up the world quite a bit uh, for these areas. And sometimes it can be facilitated by, you know, companies coming in. Other times it may take a proper municipal broadband network. Now, on the other hand, it's not a small cost to do for any, you know, one to do it, especially man it. So smaller uh, cities and towns don't probably have the resources for this. But it's, it's when proving that it can be done and that it can work well, I think is very important. So all of that is to say that, you know, if you, if you have the option, not to say it works every time, but if you see an effort for the municipal broadbands uh, um, in your area or in your town to kind of get started and have a conversation about, be involved in that. Because it's important that, you know, these companies compete, learn how to compete, and, and don't just undermine the process, especially when it's something that could very well benefit uh, consumers out there and, and potentially do a lot better. So I just wanted to finish there. Uh, follow this podcast on Twitter at bitvbyte and Facebook at slash bitvbyte. Thank you for listening, and please join us next week.